She's sitting there with this like whole entertain me look on her face, like I'm gonna make you entertain. Okay, we're gonna start the show now, Victoria, and we will do our best to entertain you. All hail Queen Victoria. The following show is for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised, and if you don't like it, please go fuck yourself. One, two, three, do you feel your <laughs> sex life is quite lame? Scared that your desires might be strange? Come and join the kinky world of play. Perverted Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Perverted Podcast, the show where we explore the adventures of the kinky lifestyle, sex, and perversion. Recording live from the Threshold Love Lab in North Hollywood, California, in front of our perverted studio audience. Hello, perverts! Oh my god, I'm Kathy. Yo soy Papi Ramon. <laughs> we have a And I am Count Boogie, and this is show 128 that I look through the chains to see. It's very dramatic, the chains hanging from the hard point, and then I'm looking through at our, our little board of things that we say. It's it look, is kind of dramatic. It is. You know? I got to chain like, a bitch up to that fucking shit, oh, man. Oh, that's... That's yeah, just got to do it. Oh, uh, <laughs> look. Bunny just raised her hand. <laughs> Volunteer back there. I'll be chaining you up later, young lady. It's very good. Well, here we are. With a little Latin flavor in the Love Lab <laughs> tonight. Did you just go racist? Did you just no. go racist? Well, how was why that you, racist? Why do you need because to talk about his Because I'm his Hispanic, ethnicity. not Latino. Well, <laughs> thank you. That is thank not racist. You know, you people are offended. By what? Mentioning what they are? Yeah. <laughs> people are offended. I don't get offended when people say, you know, you're a fat old woman. <laughs> I'm a fat that's, old woman. That's because you're not a special snowflake, Kathy. Well, I know. None this, of us should be special show, snowflake. This I have show no is idea really if Papi Ramon spe- was a special snowflake. This is show is not for special snowflakes. I am snowflakes. a unique snowflake. Oh, you are. That's brother. special. That is special. <laughs> Look, it's been a great week. We've done so many things. Um, We had the pet play. Uh, party on uh, Saturday. Oh shit! Where was that? Was I? That was you were not here, oh, uh, and it was great. They did actually did a really great job. They set up the whole room. They had a little portal that you went into the whole fenced in pet area, and they had literally stuff hanging from the ceilings for the kitties to bat at and the puppies to bite on. They had a whole uh, like cave quiet area that you could just go and like just like kind of just chill out. It was actually, it was it was really well done. A lot of people were, you know, there were some freaked out people. Some of the older people were like, what the hell is this going on here? I love the looks that came in. It's like, obviously you didn't read the didn't read post. The, yeah. And they come in just, Arr? So the main room oh. was all for pets. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the rest of the dungeon was just regular, you know, dungeon. But it was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of pets showed up. A lot of people had a great time. And a lot of people who maybe didn't understand pet play got some education and got to see, mm-hmm. oh, this is... This is fun. Normally, we would not have eight hundred fucking squeaky toys in the main room. Oh my! Because God, those will make you here. make you violent. Which, which was cute because there was one that laid a whole bunch out flat, and they <laughs> just kept rolling back and forth, making them all. She squeaky. just kept oh. jumping on it like Bunny does with squishing stuff. She'll just get all the squish under her and then jump on it. Did, now, didn't Unger host that? Unger did host that. Unger. Good evening, Boogie. Good evening, Unger. I just wanted to say. Um, Before uh, I ask you uh, your opinions of the pet play party, I would like to say thank you very much to the people that set it all up because they cleaned their shit up afterwards because the place was a disaster. Wow. And I just said, hey, just (laughs) we know you're the fucking janitor. We'll handle it. And they did. All there was, there was one little cat toy left was all that was a little bell in it. And so I was it was it was a good event. Did you have fun? Sure. 
So Unger's uh, right. once again a pillar <laughs> of enthusiasm. Unger is back. Um, yeah, no, actually, actually, I, I, I really kind of pushed this party um, and worked with the people who wanted to do it and stuff like that. So yes, I was excited. I was glad it was. It went well. Um, I wasn't sure what to expect when I walked in the main room. I knew <laughs> they were going to set stuff up, but I didn't know exactly what to expect. I wasn't expecting the streamers off the ceiling, for right. example. Uh, but, yeah, and I also you know, kind of nudged them to clean, and I know they did a great good. job. Good. Um, Thank you. You're welcome. I, I was like, fucking if well you want to do this that. ever again, it'll be clean. And they're like, oh, okay. And a bunch of people helped suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, was really, it, it went really well. It was kind of funny. Usually parties don't die out that quickly, right? But because everyone the pets was get tired. jumping yeah. around and yeah. rolling around and yeah. doing all these things, they all just conked out really early and just it got <laughs> it quiet. Was great. The, yeah, the I night. had the laser pointer in there, and people had yarn and stuff. And man, you want to have fun with about five pets? You know, kittens and puppies both. They will chase that motherfucking laser. Like they cost a dollar at the dollar store, <laughs> and it's just like literally endless fun because they will chase it, and then you put it on each other, and then they attack each other. And uh, wow, you're yeah. an evil man with the yeah, pets. It's a lot of fun. It was great because I I had you know there was three of them, and I knew all of them, and they all were friends, and I. <laughs> shine the laser on boobs and they were attacking the boobs and then i'm like i'm gonna up this game and see where consent falls in and i go to the vagina and i put the laser pointer on the girl's pussy and like the girl just smiles like yeah and the other two girls are like oh 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 uh." (laughs) you are so evil i just wanted to see where the line was but you know they were all friends but they just they, they stopped short of the they pussy. They did. They stopped short of the <laughs> pussy. And I was like, and people were like, you are horrible. I go, well, you know, consent. Oh. That was okay. But I think the girl was down. She would have been like, if you would have pawed my pussy, it would have been cool. Mm-hmm. But it was good that they used some restraint. That even within pet God, mode. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> what else we got? We got, uh, let's see. Seattle. Oh, Kinky hey. in Seattle. Oh, let me do. Let me do our our, our little shout out first. Oh, shout out! Just because yes. I wanted yes. to say we haven't. You know, we have some affiliate groups that post uh, about us on their groups, and sometimes every now and again, I just want to remind people that those groups are there on FetLife. And one of the groups that's great if you're learning about uh, the DDLG Daddy Dominant Little Girl Dynamic. Uh, one of our groups that we uh, we recommend people go to on FetLife is the Daddy Doms and their Submissive Little Girls group. And it's a great group. They have lots of uh, discussions all about being littles, how to navigate the relationship, stuff like that. So just wanted to go ahead and jump uh, that shout out. We're going to start doing some more of those. Yeah. Well, what was the name of that again? He's writing it down. <laughs> that, I'll tell you after the show. Okay. So what's going on in Seattle? Did, you said that for some reason we have... Oh, that's um, right. I, that this was, was your thing. I don't know. You it's, watch the analytics. I've been in a lot of pain, but it's been a, it's been a lot of fun this week. And we're shooting the cotton candy video tomorrow, so I'm stoked oh, about that. Right. I saw that cotton No, Kinky, uh, SoundCloud, which is where we host our show, and then it kind of goes out to all the iTunes and Podbeans and Stitchers and whatever. Um now has it tells you you know what states it's always said what states people are listening and what countries people are listening but now it actually broke the u.s up into cities so it now tells you what your biggest city is in the united states and the biggest city that we uh, are in which surprised me was seattle so apparently we got a, i mean there was a lot of people listening and the the second was like 
not even half of that. It's somewhere in South Carolina that there's wow. a lot of people listen. So I was just like, "Hi, Seattle. Uh, we would hello, love hello, Seattle. Uh, I fantasized what's... about moving up to Seattle. <laughs> I'm like, that would be great if we were popular up there. <laughs> that would be great. People Doesn't actually it like come us and go and so- though. Don't this like Some one, of, well, one we'll month? See, it'll be. I, I haven't seen the you know if. If it goes, I mean, who knows? Maybe somebody in Seattle wrote a blog to their group or something like that, and it was a big group, and they said, hey, I listened to this, and maybe a lot of people came in to check us out or whatever. But I don't know. I thought it was – I was really surprised. Wow. That's – People I, people I, in Seattle, God Seattle damn Seattle is a, is a big alternative community anyway. Yeah, they, they have a really good scene out there. And what's great about Seattle – I haven't been there in, in quite a few years, but it's kind of like a much – less polluted version of Los Angeles. Like it's like got all the big city and all the stuff that they do and buildings and stuff like that, but it's just cleaner. It smells nicer. There's less It's also colder. There's yet less urine. There's a little less urine. People urinate less. We have less a and- I guess so, maybe it's just a thing. They have a law against it. But like out here, just everywhere. <laughs> Shit. I don't know where you're going with it. A log is urinating. There's a well, I'm telling you, I don't know if it's still like that, but when I was there, it was creepy. It was like this big city, like with all the Mecca stuff, and right. like literally, like nothing was like it was really clean. So, like, like West Hollywood, uh, huh? What? So, like West Hollywood. Yeah, I guess West Hollywood's pretty clean, but it was pretty fun. Well, hello Seattle and all the other cities that Perverted Podcast listens to, and uh, what we're oh yes, uh, tell us about this Daddy Drunk Dial. What okay, I'll go hell? real quick on this because it was hilarious. So, um, Mew and Bunny went to an event. Um, together and it was great. You know, they have, I love it. I love it when my girls have together time. I love hearing about it. I love it when they go and they tell me all their stories of the fun they have holding hands and just being a couple. Cause it makes me feel, I just, I, I don't know why, yeah. even though I'm not there, I just, I like cause it's your it, family. Yeah. Cause it means that they, they are, it's not just, Oh, we're here because of daddy and they're just tolerate each other. You know, which is a rumor about a lot of poly relationships. But no, it's wonderful. My two girlfriends are girlfriends with each other, and they do stuff. So that's very exciting. And at this event, they got a ride home because apparently at this event, there was a little drinking. You know, I don't drink, so if they're going to, you know, tie one on, it's usually, except for Bunny's drunken pirate Orbeez party on the 27th. That's planned. Um, Yeah, that's planned once a year. Um, you know, I'll let them have some drinks, but usually if they're going to drink, they don't do it around me because I'm, you know, I'm sober. Um, so, but I get the drunk dial <laughs> on the way down the mountain, but it doesn't, I don't get the drunk dial right away. I get, Muse sends me a text. Bunny is puking out the window because she gets car sick. Oh, so, so it's not even the. But she also happened to mix fucking like three glasses of wine, two beers, and four shots of tequila. Bunny! Yeah. And oh, car sick. They were both in the same car? Yes. And so Bunny so they is, were, is vomiting, they and were you in the thinks I'm going to get on the phone and text daddy. It gets better. So I get the information uh, that my two lovely little girls, and, and Mew is like, I know I should feel bad, but it's like really funny. <laughs> Mew! <laughs> And this is the first time Bunny just heard this. And I'm like, you're a dick. She's like, I'm helping her. But it's just <laughs> it's just funny. There's chunks. Oh, my God. 
She starts talking about the chunks are flying out and the cars are swerving behind them to try to avoid the projectile <laughs> bunny launch. Mew. It was amazing. I knew she was cold-hearted, but this? Is, and you know, because she loves to seem cry. She loves her, but she is a sadistic dick. And that's one of the things that I love about Mew. Oh, man. <laughs> She's just texting and giving me the blow-by-blow. Blow and, and it wasn't drunk sick. It was car sick. So after she uh, expelled, um, she, she felt okay. And then the drunk dial came where they were really <laughs> proud of their accomplishments. And there, and you can tell because I've been around a while. I know a drunk dial. They're like, we're not drunk, and they're like giggling and hee hee, and they're like in, <laughs> like all these innuendos and stuff. It was an amazingly entertaining call wow. to hear about the entire puke fest all the way down this mountain, and that how great they feel now, and that it doesn't affect them. And I I, I can drink; it doesn't even affect me. <laughs> I love how you waited until now to let Bunny hear <laughs> to, let, to let Bunny. <laughs> In the back, <laughs> Bunny's like in the back of my mind. I knew, I knew she's enjoying she's this. Entertained. <laughs> oh my god! Never a dull moment. Just another day on Pet Life with bondage, kink, and freaky sex. Ooh, is freaky. The type of things you see on Pet Life will leave you happy, horny, enlightened, or possibly perplexed. For your peace of mind, please know that the other... I can't do it. Anger, what are you doing? <laughs> Anger's dancing. You look like you're skipping through a meadow. <laughs> well, he was Big Bunny in that video. That, that oh, that's right. That clip comes from the actual Fat Life song. We did a video here, and Anger was is the Big Bunny. Is me being happy a problem, Kathy? Oh, oh that was God, not happy. It. That was freaky skipping through a meadow, Anger. You don't which would, see Which that. would imply happiness. That would be the opposite of why, what you just did to me in the hallway. Why you got to steal his, his thunder? Well, his, that made me happy. His yes, happy. See, now, did I say that you couldn't do that? No, he came up and scared the hell out of me in the hallway. I heard it coming. I should have known. I don't know Gee, why. I, I was out. shocked that you were scared still. Well, I saw, saw somebody was just running towards something like the Love Lab or something. I'm like, what's that sound? Oh, it's not great. It was like inches behind me. And now, what do you expect from an ogre? <laughs> what That's was about re- that. Yeah. What was this regarding? <laughs> I don't even know. So, Fat Life, Let's the, the author of every post we talk about has specifically granted us permission to do so. And this time we have a post from Slitty. Which is kind of cool. That is the greatest <laughs> dirty name. It is, isn't it? It's like slutty, but it's slitty implying the slit. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> this, moment, this moment has been brought to you by Count Boogie <laughs> and his retarded brain. <laughs> I'm sure you all figured that out, but, you but know, you, I did need to explain that to you. <laughs> she wrote I'm in a lot of pain. Uh-huh. That's been your excuse for everything. Every time something goes the last five weeks. I'm in a lot of pain. So it's like just punchy. All right. So she she wrote a post called Speak Softly in Times of Fear. So a little backstory is that she went to a, was a group or a class, and the woman there is, um, she's speaking about how she approaches her dominant when she needs to communicate something that needs to be said, but it has the potential of hurting him, you know. We all have times when we're communicating with our partner and we're having, saying things that are hard to hear, but they have to be said. So someone in the room asks, how do you address these things without causing discord and still maintain your place? So this is what Slitty says. She says, the woman spoke of approaching him with an open softness. Specifically, she asked him if she could, quote, speak softly, unquote. It was her code to him that she was wanting to address something that would normally cause him to become defensive. 
There are times when I need to be approached with this format. I have the human condition of often holding ground too firmly. I think if we are all honest with ourselves, most of us do. Bravo. Bravo, darling. Bravo, bravo, bravo. Excellent. Um, I'll let you guys go first. I think this is a great post. This is, this is, this is advanced. Keep your relationship going. One Oh five. Wow. One Oh five. That's, yeah, this is, I totally agree with you. This is really, and and this is not just for kink relationships or a DS or an MS dynamic or a poly dynamic. This, this understanding how to talk to your partner and when is how you approach that conversation is absolute. So I'll let you guys go into it. I got tons of notes, but oh, do you? I really, yeah, I really do like this this topic. Uh, well, what I could say is yes, definitely communication. Of course, bring everything up. The one thing I always tell everyone: it's not always what you say; it's the tone you say it in. You could say something hurtful, but as long as you approach it as, "Hey, there's something that's bothering me." This might sting a little bit or something so they can at least kind of prepare, but then bring it out and not as an attack, but just as this is a concern of mine. This is doing this to me. What can we do to resolve it? Uh, My Michelle and I had a lot of disagreements at the beginning because we were both dominant. So there was a lot of headbutting, but we've lasted long because we've been able to communicate it and said, this is what this made me feel. This action made me feel like this. But we brought it as a non-attack. When we did, it led to bigger arguments and fights. Now we've gotten it where we can bring something up or we'll wait a little bit. If it's bothering us, I'll give it a day or two, especially I know me. I, I go for the throat. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to wait a day or two to calm down so that I can say it in a calm manner so that we can discuss it and not be attack and, and work things out. And right. it's, it's worked out because we've been together three and a half years. And that's how we... We do it. When yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to. Boogie's right. You have to do it in any relationship, but I think especially in BDSM or, or kink or polyamory, you have to because, boy, those are some tricky waters. And when I read her post, I thought absolutely 100% agree with her because that is the way that not only I've always approached difficult topics, but I wish people would approach them that way with me. Because as you've often said, Boogie, we, we have all these voices in our heads and it's fine to have them as long as they're not in the driver's seat. So when somebody comes to me and says, I got to discuss something for you that it's not fun for me to say or you, you might get sensitive, they're doing me a tremendous favor because I can then get into a focused headspace where I, I decide that I'm going to be in charge and I know that I'm about to hurt, hear something that will hurt my feelings And I will allow myself to do that. And then I can get down to the business of dealing with what's actually being said. Because honesty is not, it's not always fun. It's not always easy to hear. And so I am a huge proponent of prefacing these conversations in some way that puts everybody on guard and makes everybody really focus on, as Papi Ramon says, what's being said, not how it's being said. I am totally in it. I think... uh most people, I know very few that are, I, I don't know, think I know any of them, that whenever somebody confronts you with a feeling that they have about you and you get blindsided with that, defensiveness is, is just part of many of our nature. It's to, I'm, I, I, I don't, because initially that conversation is usually has to do with you either hurt me or some, there was some sort of pain which makes me 
instantly look like I did something wrong, and then we just, it's just a defensiveness. If you have just a little bit of time to prepare for that, you can now cycle through the evolved part of your brain. The defensive part of your brain is someone pokes you, you poke back. That's nature. But the evolved part of our brain needs some time to go down the list and say, oh, no, I don't have to do that anymore. That's not effective. I get to look at the bigger picture of the relationship. If I hurt this person by attacking them or not listening or validating their feelings, it's going to create more problems. But that's a list that isn't natural to me. So if I'm given a little bit of prep time, just a little bit to say, hey, this is going to be messy. We use that in our relationship endlessly. Uh, this is going to be messy. I have a feeling. We call them table meetings. you know. And, and I've said this on the show. The table meeting for us is there's no dynamic at that table. We sit at the table. There's something we need to discuss. And we're just going to talk adult to adult. And that's not, I'm not going to be anyone's daddy anymore. You're not going to be my little girl. You know, we're just going level to level. And when that meeting is called, there's a chance to prepare because, you know, now the thinking part of my brain says, if I fuck this table meeting up and I get defensive and become an asshole, then I am taking away the evidence that it works. So there's like a little challenge of me to be on my best behavior, to be a better listener to then hear what the feelings are before I just instantly get defensive. And it doesn't mean that at a table meeting or when you have that discussion that people aren't going to get defensive or get upset. It just means you've now had some time for each of you to be equals. And I know in the beginning of the post, it kind of sounded like, oh, can I speak softly to you? And that obviously still implies that there's a dynamic that she didn't want to hurt the feelings of of the dominant or whatever. And that, you know, that people can kind of take that approach if they want to stay in their dynamic, you know, during those discussions. That's absolutely fine if that works in your dynamic. For me, I like to take all the dynamics off the table and just hear um, I do the same thing as you take the dynamics off, but I know a lot of people can't do that. Yeah, so, and that's yeah. and that's completely fine. The speak softly that that absolutely works in in your scenario as long as the other person is prepared to hear your honest feelings. Um, you and I made it three years, longest relationship of my life, in part to us being able to have those discussions. I'm not saying I've been perfect or she's been perfect at every one of those discussions. Um, but that has really helped us to build the evidence. And, and Bunny and I, who are now coming up on a year, um, that's been really critical because there was a lot of distrust. You know, a lot of people have things in their previous relationships where maybe there wasn't as good a communication. So it's my job to prove to them I have to give them the evidence that if they come up to me, and I failed a couple times, but most of the times... When they come up and they say, I have a feeling and I need to talk about it, that that is my cue to be a better person, even if it's going to hurt. Because obviously they're going to say something that's going to... They're about know, to say something that's hard about to, to hear. Say, that's, that, yeah. that is a character defect of mine. Yeah. So um, I've had people say to me and I will literally go, oh man, this is going to hurt. Okay, well, hold on. Give me a second. Okay, go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because then, you have to focus. And also, just like you said before, the fact that they are giving you that warning, the fact that they are telling you 
that is a, a sign of care. When someone comes at you and says, blah, 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 they're coming defensive. They're coming offensively. And so you don't have time to prepare. But when somebody actually says, hey, I need to talk to you about something, it might be messy, but I need you to hear my, my feeling, um, that automatically knows that they're thinking about your feelings as well. Yeah. I and mean, I had a friend who uh, unfortunately didn't do this part very well, had a, a, a partner and things weren't going well with a, a specific sexual act that they were doing. And she just kind of blurted out, well, you're not very good at it. And he got totally butthurt, and an entire year went by before yeah. they actually discussed it. Wow. So there was, and this was honestly the 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 woman didn't know, didn't really understand proper communication because it was right. a, she was very young at the time, right? And he was incredibly uh, easily butthurt. Sure. And so I don't know that there was a, a, a good way of doing it, but um, I think it's important to bring up. Because what you said just reminded me that you you can do it in the best way, but unless you're ready to hear honesty, unless you know are mature enough that in a relationship you're going to have to cover topics that you don't want to cover because they're they're fucking hard to hear. No amount of great uh, skills or tactics are going to help you. You have to be in a place where you are willing to wade through all that uncomfortable shit. And that's you, and you have to be approachable. Yeah, you have to yeah, put absolutely. it out that you're approachable. And not that, well, I have something to say, but I can't say it because it's just going to get defensive and we're just going to fight and there's not going to be, it's going to be worse. Well, and you talked about you when you first said, Papi Ramon, when you first said, sometimes you have to be mature enough to say, I need a couple days to collect my thoughts. And I've done that with my girls on, uh, on some occasions when I just, not even angry, just I don't, I want to have a little better grasp of what I'm thinking so we can have. And Ultimately, we've all kind of touched on it. If you're not ready, especially Kathy, if you're not ready to hear honesty, you're going to have a shitty relationship anyway, so none of this is going to fucking help you. And so even, you, even during a discussion, if I get, you tell me something, like, okay, and I'll stay quiet for a few seconds to think. Not just react off what she said, but, okay, let me think. How do I really feel about what she said or what they said? And then go from there. So if you have to, even then, take take a, well, yeah. take a take beat. Literally say, give me just a few seconds to process. Yes. But also, it's really important. A lot of these things, the I don't know. There's a lot of number one things. Okay. I don't know what the fucking order is. <laughs> but I know a biggie is the amount of time that you wait before you let your partner know that you have a feeling, whether it's a resentment or, or something like that. Because... Our brain spins. We're p- our brain solves puzzles all day long. That's what it does. A trillion fucking puzzles a day our brain has to solve. So when there's something that there's a feeling or a thought or a miscommunication or something like that, your brain is in puzzle mode and you no longer need that person to fulfill the information that your brain's going to fill in the gaps with and that's called spinning. So you know there's something wrong, and obviously it's because they want to kill me, and they've already hired someone to do it, and they're fucking all my friends. And it's like your brain, if you have a destructive brain like mine is, then that's, that's just poison, and a lot of people have that. So it's really important to quickly resolve this issue, even if it's, hey, I have a feeling, and we need to talk about this in the next few days when we get some time to do that. The sooner that you let somebody know we need to have a conversation, that's, that 
in a lot of ways stops the spinning to be erratic because the person has shown they cared by letting you know that there needs to be a conversation and now you have time to prepare for that. But the sooner you get into that conversation, the sooner it stops the spinning because now you have the other person. The other person is now involved in that conversation. So you're actually hearing their opinions as opposed to you putting words into their mouth, which is just a relationship killer. Absolutely. Good post. Absolutely. I liked your post. I liked it. I'm like, I wrote notes. I'm like, don't forget this. Okay. (laughs) Each conversation builds evidence that defeats fears of rejection. Okay. I said that. Okay, good. Good, good. Go, go down the list. Just going down every good. Okay, good point out. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, 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 oh. oh okay. I got, no, no, no. I'm st- I tell you, man, this has saved my life. This this very aspect of communication has saved my life. Every time you have a good conversation, because it's really easy sometimes to forget when things work because you're emotional about something else. We make it a, a point. I make it a point. That when, like, Bunny and I have a great conversation or a table meeting, we point out afterwards, this was a good conversation. Put it into your mind that your relationship is not all bad. You do have the ability to say this. And if you say it a few times, it goes into a place in your brain where you remember, okay, if we talk about this, we we have success in this relationship. So it's not all bad. And you feel lighter. I don't know about any of you guys, but when my Michelle and I have a discussion and we work something out, you feel a little less tense. I actually, I sure. actually feel a little lighter, and I feel our relationship's actually a little bit stronger too. Absolutely, like I can physically feel it. So, versus when I'm even when I'm waiting and processing, I can, I still feel tense about it. There's there's this little bubbling going. Well, yeah. And once you talk about it, you release it, and I actually do feel better. Well, that's your, I mean, that's that's you going back to your parasympathetic nervous system. Your sympathetic nervous system is the one that is that fight or flight. Mm-hmm. So as long as you have that mental tension going on, you have that tension. You are ready to fight, even if you don't even realize it. Yeah. So when you release that and you realize, okay, it's safe, because that's what that is, that fear. It's not safe. I'm not safe in my relationship. So your body completely reacts to it. So when all of a sudden you have some resolution to that relationship, all of a sudden you're you literally release that entire system and you can now feel actually good. And I don't want to fuck with people who like angry sex. I'm not trying <laughs> to fuck with you. I, I'm just saying, you know, if, if you can handle a little bit of tension between each other, like Kathy and I would have great angry sex. I would fuck the hell out I of would, you, I damn it. I would fuck you so hard. No, I would fuck you so hard. I would fuck the paint off your fucking toenails. That's how hard <laughs> I would fuck I you. I would just... watch the hell out of that. <laughs> <laughs> but this is good. No, this is good. And Kathy and I actually had um, a sort of a table meeting during the show because she said something in the show that I misinterpreted. Totally butthurt me. I edited out the whole point, the whole section, because um, uh-huh. I didn't have time <laughs> To resolve it with her. And then we had a great talk after. And if we would have left the mic on for the conversation we had at the end, I would have left the awkward, weird moment in before. But what was good about it was at the end, I said, this hurt my feelings. And then we launched into a great conversation 
where we could hear each other about, you know, whatever our tensions are. And in the past, we wouldn't have done that. In the past, there would have been way too much time between, and then we each would have gone off and started spinning on our own. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a, relationships are tough. These are rules that don't just apply to poly or being in a sexual no. relationship. These are rules for any area of life. And as much as you and I have learned about life, we still, you and I have a very volatile relationship and we we hit each other's buttons and on the other side of the coin we have tremendous areas where we agree on and we are uh, um, amazing support for one another but for some reason we just have those that extreme in our relationship um and i think that it's taken how many years for us to get to the point where uh even though it you were hurt uh it took a lot for you to put that aside and say, I'm not going to let Kathy leave here without us talking. And, and we, you know, both had a quite furtive conversation while the rest of the audience just scurried <laughs> off into the corner. Scurried. Go, let them talk. Because <laughs> oh something's shit. wrong in the love lab. <laughs> oh, shit, look. <laughs> God damn it, they're going to do it. But, yeah, it applies everywhere. And I think that um, uh, what happened b- with us was um, what made it go well was exactly what we've been talking about is that you take a moment even if you slip off the tracks you didn't do it right from the beginning I mean you can't do it right we're in the middle of a show yeah. we can't so we could have stopped it but uh and you force yourself as hard as it fucking is and believe me I know that must have been hard for you because it would have been hard for me to push those hurt feelings aside and put yourself in the driver's seat and say look I, I've got to deal with this yeah, I gotta because show. I don't mean to diminish hurt feelings as if you shouldn't acknowledge them. They're they're perfectly. It's perfectly reasonable for you to have these feelings. You're a human being. We all have uh, crazy feelings that that a lot of times are in control. That's the nature of being human. So there, there's nothing wrong with it. But um, yeah, this was. Let's go. I'm telling you, I, I know we went a little long on this. Well, we didn't. Yeah, Not we really. did. Okay, did we? okay. Um, we'll go. So we'll just we'll, just, we'll talk really uh, fast for just, the rest just, of it. <laughs> <laughs> waiting to hear the little ding at the end of no, that No, that's one. different. I know. So before I start this, let me just say, people, if you're listening to this, I am down to no emails, nothing to discuss next week. So please, uh, I keep them coming. Because I know you're out today. there. We got a really yes. nice one from but Sydney. That's, yes, there are too many. I, I have to space those out. Oh, I'll okay. get some really nice ones. And I know that if I read two or too three many, in yeah, a I'll row, bitch. your your head will explode. Yeah, yeah okay. All right, so, fair so, enough. All right. All right, send some fucking <laughs> drama and shit. <laughs> Tell us about the drama in your life. God damn it. Why not? Why not what? Like, I'm, you know what? Let's oh, talk to the listeners for I a second. This? Let's talk to the perverted podcast <laughs> listeners. Right. I know that you, and you can put anonymous, you can put different names. If you have an interesting situation in your life where you learn something about yourself or, you know, it was just a situation that was crazy or whatever, why not share that with us? I mean, obviously, I understand that people will kind of put two and two together if they're around you. So I understand that. But I really, we just, we need it. And you it can, helps our show you go. You may hear me say people's names, but you can absolutely, at the end of your thing, right? Please keep this anonymous. Don't mention my name yeah. at all. You, uh, you can change stuff. I, I know there are people out there who don't like some of the shit that we say. 
I know there are people out there who would like to say, your show is too long, your show is too short, there's not enough of this, there's too much of oh, that. Oh, look at that. Us. Look at Kathy. Kathy's, I'm trying to make Kathy's, my life easier. Kathy's now looking for some hate, too. No. All right. All right. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck you, toenails. Look at Papi Ramon just in there going, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, don't feel afraid to, to, to send in your thing. <laughs> Because, I mean, Jesus, fuck, you've heard our stories. Some of them are just not that great. Yeah. Except the puking out the window all the way that down the drunk cool. mountain. Oh. That was pretty amazing. Drunk mountain. Not going to say <laughs> that wasn't amazing. Bunny, I love you. Wait, did you get pictures? Of her puking oh, out the window? Oh, man, that would have been cool. You had your what, phone a out. Video. You were texting Oh, my yeah. God. Just a video of her like, because she's so pretty and she just she was wearing nice clothes. And just, <laughs> and just I just know, I can just picture my little angel girl just like, oh, I feel the... <laughs> fucking deer running out of the way. Ah, Jesus fucking human Christ. You're so mean. <laughs> Muskrats, like, what is it? What is it? What is it? Oh, it smells like booze. Is this part of the humiliation play you're doing with her? I know that three you million do that. drunk ants for the next two days. Ew! <laughs> Puke on the ant hill. All right, can we go on, please? Answer, it's a party. It's a rainbow party. Ow! Ow! Stop it! All right. Ow! Chris wrote to us. And says, my understanding has always been that the magic wand is the gold standard when it comes to vibrators. It's powerful, never runs out of juice, and has a handle long enough to comfortably reach what it needs to. But from the way Kathy and Mark were vying for the affections of the original Siri 2 that Lilo sent you, it sounds like it may give the wand a run for its money. I'm seriously considering getting one for my wife, but I'd like to hear how it compares before laying out all that kind of cash. And let me tell you, you'll be laying out that cash because that is an expensive vibrator. I mean, it, you know, if you want to put hours versus dollars, you want to go to fucking Disneyland, you're paying 25 fucking bucks an hour or something like that. <laughs> right? <laughs> I guess so. Do, if you, how much I, is Disneyland these days? I don't know. It's like three. It's like $30 million. Victoria knows. Huh? It's like one ninety nine. One ninety nine for one, one guy. To, you know, and and if you get drunk and start puking in Disneyland, you go home no refund. Oh my god, right. <laughs> you're giving this a lot of thought. I'm thinking. No, I'm just. I'm just riffing. But no, I mean, if you look at a, a good toy, like say the Lilo Siri two, which mother motherfuckers need to send us another motherfucking toy because we talk about them a lot. You hear that, Lilo? If you're if. If you're going to get a really quality toy and it costs 200 bucks, hey, you're going to have it for a few years. It's going to give you a lot of fun and a lot of pleasure. Save your pennies and get some, I mean, you can go online. I mean, if we're talking about the Hitachis and the Fotachis, they call them Fotachis because they're not the real Hitachis. Um, you can get those for 20 bucks. You can get a Fotachi for on eBay for like 22 bucks. And it works pretty good. It's not as strong as the, the real Hitachis, but it's still strong enough for most people. And not everybody likes super sensation not everyone likes a jackhammer on their vagina and is the magic wand is a hitachi yeah right? that's the okay. that's the uh papi ramon what does yes. michelle have well <laughs> allow me to list the many we, vibrators you know, it's only an hour show kathy <laughs> i bought a faux tachi a while back it was i think it was adam and eve something, yeah, something like and i tested both out they were both the same price hitachi has two speeds you know, medium and holy fucking shit. 
<laughs> and the other one had three speeds and then different pulse. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Like seven other ones. So, and I thought, all right, because I like variation. So I got that. She didn't like those because they distracted you. That's like what, just yeah. Just straight buzz or whatever. That one has finally kind of worn out because it buzzes very loudly because I guess she's used it a lot. Ah, uh, the motor. Yeah, you got to put and, the and, tape and around yeah, it to so hold the motor it just, in. It's like not as quiet. So I actually recently, last Tuesday, got the Hitachi Magic Wand. Right. We haven't fully got to use it. We I kind of just kept poking with her a lot and do it on the head. It's really fun. Um, so I don't quite know how she likes the difference, but as far as the vibration, the high... They felt almost pretty much the same. Mm. Pretty much, and the, the shape is the same, and right. the attachments fit on both. Now so I, mean, I guess it's just the difference. He's asking for the difference between the the Siri two and the, the well. Okay, let's let's Here let's dig into some shit. Coming from someone who has an array of old I, vintage. I, yes, I have. We have eighty fucking vibrators here. Um, so. The Fotachis, they have a different head. Like, the, the real Hitachis are uh, rounded, uh, more solid uh, material in the head. The Fotachis, um, it's kind of like a, mush, a marshmallowy more. It looks like a little marshmallow that sits on the top, and it's a little bit softer and more porous, um, which is obviously a different amount of intensity for both of those. Uh, Mew does not like the real Hitachi. It's it's just a feeling that's not comfortable. She likes she has a special Fotachi. I've literally we've electrocuted ourselves and rewired it about ninety times. You didn't um, electrocute the vagina, did you? No. Oh, no. Okay. oh Mew and I had a great I, I, Mew and I <laughs> that was awesome. Uh I had to fix her uh Mew likes the real Hitachi. And uh Huh? What? Bunny, did I say Mew? Yeah. Oh, okay. So sorry. Pardon me. <laughs> Get I, your women straight. <laughs> I am sorry. Bunny likes the real uh, the real Hitachi, um, which is interesting because Bunny literally just transferred over from always using her fingers and not using vibrators, and she jumped all the way to really enjoying the higher sensation of the Hitachi. It's a totally different vibration and a totally different vibrator than the Siri 2. The Siri 2 fits in your hand. It is smaller. It's wireless. It has a few speeds. The Siri 2 is voice activated. That gets old in an hour. Um, it's yeah. funny. I've used uh, it at the... I found the speed I like. I put it on that. I'm yeah. done. And it's a very strong, kind of a more tighter vibration. Uh, in it, it is. When you, brought, when you brought it up to the mic, you literally had to press it up against for you to hear it. Yeah. But the, the lack of a loud noise... And a lack of a lot of shaking around in your hand. I I never use the word subtle when describing it. Yeah. Even though the, the it it's more of a hum than a vibration, but it that is the strongest hum I have ever felt, <laughs> because you could just feel it. And I think the last time I we were talking about it, I described it as uh, it just it feels like it's emanating from within. It does not feel like it's coming from that thing because you just press it against whatever part you want, and you can feel it throughout your entire vulva. Yeah. So if you're someone who needs a very specific um, vibration right on your clit, maybe the Lilo is not that great for you. Right. But you, it, I mean, the Lilo is shaped like an egg with a, not a pointy end, but a sharper, you know. Kind of oval. Yeah. Cer- so you can point it in that way. Yeah. But the thing is, they already have a magic wand, Car- Chris, yeah, yeah. who's writing it. They, they the, like it. But what you don't do, what you can do with the Lilo uh, 
is fantastic is you can put it in a couple condoms, turn it on high, and put it inside someone, and then use a Hitachi on the clit, yeah. and your brain will explode. Look at Mew's face. <laughs> Mew. And that's what I would say. Go ahead and do it because there's two of them and they can experiment. Can you yeah. imagine sticking in a few condoms, putting it inside someone's vagina, and then somebody going down on your vagina? I mean, can, Absolutely. have you done that? Can you or, feel oh. through your tongue the vibration of inside? Once it's uh, farther inside, you're not going to feel it as strong. You'll feel a little bit. Mm-hmm. But what's also great about that is if you do anal, you put the Lilo inside the vagina. You then put your penai inside of the batai, and then you put a Hitachi on the clit, and now there is a second coming of Jesus. <laughs> Jesus comes down and says, bitch, 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 this is good life. I grant you good life. And then Jesus tries to fucking muzzle in on that shit because he's a fucking punk. And I'm all, dude, get your own. And he's like, I made you. And then it's like, gets into this whole like blasphemous argument and whatever. And if you do it while they're puking, their anus will tighten on your dick. Absolutely. (laughs) Buddy, we're going to drive you back up the mountain. We're going to put a Lilo inside of you. I'm going to sodomize you. We're going to plug, and we're going to plug all these things into the car battery. And then you're going to have your Hitachi, and you're going to throw up out the window. She said no. Kind of like just cover it. She's all, I'm done. (laughs) She's not listening to you. Did Michelle puke, and that's why you guys know the story? I've heard rumors. Oi. I have not tried, but I've heard rumors. When you puke, your sphincter just... Well, cause it tightens because yes, you're, you're, you're convulsing. Well, you're yeah. everyone's, thinking, everyone's now just thinking, at that moment, I watched everyone's heads tilt to the side. That's true. And they're remembering every time they puked every time in life. They hurl. Did my sphincter actually tighten? I don't know. Really. I do believe it did. Well, I think it's time to go do some scientific drinking. That's what I'm thinking. Science! <laughs> Little epicac and... Uh... Just, oh, dude. Oh. <laughs> No epicac. No. Did you take too much epicac? Oh. Did you know you're only supposed to take a little bit? Oh. Okay. Trigger. I was a bulimic for like 15 years. This is a bad memory, I guess. Epicac is where I started my You noticed he started rocking a little bit? He did. His arms are crossed and he's rocking back and forth. Oh, yes. I was living in a van and... uh, yeah. No, I don't want to hear anymore. Yeah. Don't tell me where you puked. Uh, yeah, everywhere. I when believe you. Live outside. You know, we should check in. I'm so, I hope we answer your question. It's a tough one because you're, you're going to shut out the money without knowing if it actually works. But I'm sure, you know what? Find out what store is selling them. They got got to have a test model. You can at least feel it in your hand to see I'm if it's sure. a kind of vibration. Yeah, that's so, pretty cool. Okay. Unger. Yes, Boogie. Unger? Yes, Boogie. What's going on in the chat room? It's it's been a, a a weird night for the chat actually. Are they talking about shoes and dune bunkies? We're actually talking about anime. Oh, ah, that's par for the course for them. Um, after talking about math, hmm. wow, you guys are really <laughs> and Star Wars, math, Star Wars, <laughs> and math arguing over and the anime. name of the first Star Wars movie. Oh, wasn't it Return of the Butthurt or something? A new Hope. New Hope. Well, that was the first Thank thing. Oh, you. God. Let's, uh, Thank you. Thank you. They're all saying, no, it was just Star Wars. Well, the, the, the movie poster did say just Star Wars, but the rolling title said A New Hope, Chapter 4, A New Hope. It was confusing. Anyway, um, we're making <laughs> Monty Python. hunger. <laughs> and we're making Monty Python jokes and uh, uh, talking about an event that I might go to this week. Yeah, yeah. Cool. I might be traveling for kink again. 
Unger. Traveling for Kink. I travel for kink. That's that, that'll be your autobiography. Doing. You should write it. It's a good bumper sticker, that's so for sure. I might travel <laughs> up to an education event in Santa Maria. Nice. Santa Maria. What are they going to be teaching, Unger? There's a uh, 10 different classes throughout the day, I think. Uh-huh. Mostly 101 type stuff, but uh, with some good teachers. Nice. There's a fire cupping class, which I haven't seen much of. Mm. So if anybody listening is going to be there, yeah. step mm. on by, say hello Actually, to Actually, well, it's, uh, Laz will be there. Of course. Super of course Laz is going to be there. Be there. <laughs> and, and a lot of the folks, we actually have a lot of listeners that, that are up in that area. Well, um, howdy up there. Ray Sunshine, <laughs> for example. <laughs> I don't know why. chat uh-huh. regularly. Mm-hmm. Um, and a few, quite a few other regular listeners that are up there. So, Oh, wait. We were supposed to say that um, the person we thought was the person in the chat room. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't the person it in the chat room? It wasn't. It was different. Oh. Yes. Well, I don't know different. who the other person and is. She emailed another it. sleepy. And she, and I don't know who that is now. It was like we so all I'm, talked I about it. Like you know, she jerky. sent this great email and you know just like yeah, saying such nice koala. And then yeah, and we totally just like said, oh, you're this person, and like and took away. She's like, I, that actually wasn't that me. W- I, oh, I'm different. Poor, poor sleepy koala. So God damn it, we love you. Thank you. Boy, Sorry. we really fuck up our listeners. Well, we? Ever, we I think we underestimate that we have more than five. I, we, I I, if there's a sleepy person in the chat room, we <laughs> sleepy person in the chat room. The person we be, know from <laughs> the UK, which is also yeah. how many sleepy people in the UK listen and go into the chat Apparently, room. Apparently, more than one. <laughs> we are we put we help people sleep in the yes. fucking United Last, Kingdom. we need another button. We need we Helping help you sleep, sleep in the help you sleep <laughs> in the UK. Sleeping in the UK, it's like an anticlimactic <laughs> punk album. <laughs> just oh, the Sex bad. Pistols sleeping in the UK and then a fucking needle hanging out of Sid Vicious arm. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Am I bad? What? Yes, we need to move on. Or let's move on. Yeah, no, yeah. we're going to skip that one, but uh, let's do this. Sometimes love is less than nice. You may need some fucking advice right now. See what I did there? Right there, there was a little butthurt part of me. It's all, I wrote the fucking notes and you're cutting the segment. You Wait a minute. S- you said, <sighs> you said, hey, if it gets two, which one do you want to cut? And I said, we'll do polysanity next week. I'm, good, I, I'd like to I'm in the driver's it. seat. Okay. <laughs> Where are we? Some fucking advice? Yeah, some fucking advice. Okay, so Alex wrote to us and said, I just turned 21 and my relationship with my boyfriend just started to get sexual. Ow, baby. What? Must you really... What? God, what? be a little sensitive. I'm congratulating. Yeah, right. This is weird. I think it. He says it. <laughs> Why do I have the like two I'm of you here? Thanks for the backup. Now I look like the pig. I'm sorry, Alex, if you're It's listening. a celebrate. You start yeah. fucking. That's a celebration, God damn it. It's a high five. And I didn't lose my virginity. I got fucking rid of it. Good golly. All right. Can I go on? Yes. She says, I was a virgin. I knew that it would hurt the first time, but it still kind of hurt even after the second. Is this something that's normal or should I go see a doctor? Yes. Go see a doctor, please. No. Before anything happens, go see a doctor. You can't just listen to our advice. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm so, okay. Yes, absolutely. If you need to go to a doctor, go yes. to a doctor. Um, but if, if, look, see this? This is pages. Can I just say that I I totally appreciate that you have all those, and she probably will get a lot out of this, but she should go to a doctor just to make sure. I will say this. She's a virgin, and she just had sex for the first time. This isn't somebody who has had 
and normal sexual uh, relations for an ongoing time, and it still hurts. Yeah. This is somebody who has had sex two times. No, no, it's not two times. She wrote it and said it's two times, but it, she's con- they're continuing. They're continuing. To have to, sex, okay. And it's continuing to hurt. Okay. If it's con- yes, if it's continuing to hurt, I re- I misread that okay. um, because it sometimes takes the vagina a while to acclimate to having sex. So you may have uncomfortable sex for the first four, six times. I've had women say that it hurt for the first month, you know, if the guy's large or, you know, whatever, you know, so, you know, give yourself a normal amount of time. But after that, absolutely see a doctor. There may be a bunch of other things. Um, I've had a lot of experience that with this, uh, with partners. Uh, and recently, uh, the most recent would be bunny. Um, and I had this, uh, this issue in the beginning of our relationship. So I was, when I saw this, um, I was very keen on, uh, on talking about this because it is a, it is not an uncommon problem. Painful sex is not an uncommon problem. I'm going to totally butcher the names of, uh, these, but, um, I have a couple, uh, let's see. Okay. There's two basic uh, types of painful intercourse. Um, and if I fuck this all up, please just go to the websites. Um, the Mayo Clinic has great in mayoclinic.org uh, talks about, I can't even pronounce it. Di- I've disparanuia, disparanuia. Where is Kathy. it? Where is it? Right there. What's that word? Point to it. The, dis- the one that's. Uh, oh my lord. Yes. Disparo. Despair reunia. Yeah, Doctor Doe has talked about it oh, on, really? on her channel, okay. and she ta- and I I tried to contact her a while ago and asked her about it, but um, I didn't get back to her on that. Uh, the uh, that is the organic. That's where there is an actual problem. There's a physical problem. There's some sort of physical thing that that happens, and there's a number of things. There could be medical conic- conditions, urinary tract infections, yeast infections, STDs, and detrumiosis. Um, pelvic you know cysts and things like that there could be something obviously medically going on um if you've had a child not in this case but if you've had a childbirth um you know uh the vagina going back uh to normal can can take a long time if you have had a c-section miscarriages stuff like that age related um there can just be um you know insufficient foreplay that you haven't actually warmed up the vagina to release lubricant. And if there's not enough lubricant, you're going to create friction. And that friction is going to cause irritation all throughout the vagina. Um, pelvic trauma, if you've had a surgery, uh, difficult pelvic examinations. Uh, obviously, we get into the ugly stuff. If you've had abuse, um, physical attack, rape, sexual abuse, where things were put inside you, medications, some have side effects. A lot of um, depression medications have sexual side effects absolutely um and and those are things that you have to really work out with a doctor but then there's the emotional most of the time it's an emotional uh cause of the pain that uh women have and that is uh vaginismus uh that's the one on the bottom vaginismus this is yeah, vaginismus vaginismus and that's vaginismus.com. I'm going to put these up in the link. Don't let me forget to put these uh, in the thing. That there's a number of great... There was another... Uh, the Global Library of Women's Medicine uh, had a lot of good things. You forgot and, one. Huh? You forgot one. What? The back of a Volkswagen. The back of a Volkswagen? It makes sex very uncomfortable. 
Yes, Poppy Ramon. Poppy Ramon. Your history really. Thank you. That's good. It's now we. Know, I think I know. Mallrats little reference. Nobody. Too Nobody? much about Poppy Ramon. Now I give, I I'll give him a half a point. Oh, it took good. me out of my zone, yeah, but I'll give him a half a point. <laughs> this Have you been is. In the back of a Volkswagen? No. This is. <laughs> um, like I said, this is the most common cause of it because what happens is there's a fear, there's some insecurity, there's something that happens. And then it creates this cycle where you then, and this is what Bunny had. This is definitely what Bunny had. Bunny, did you want to say something about your experience? You come up here. I want to talk about, I'll say the cycle of pain. I want to hear your uh, opinions on the process we went through for the first couple months of our relationship. Because it has here the cycle of pain, which is also on uh, those websites. Um, Number one, you anticipate the pain. The body anticipates pain. Fear, anxiety may contribute. When you anticipate pain, just like we talked about before, you have the sympathetic nervous system that kind of clamps down. Muscles tighten. You are preparing for a fight because you're now anticipating uh, the pain. The second part is you have an involuntary reaction, like I said tightening of the vaginal muscles which leads to three which is painful sex because you're not relaxed your body and a lot of these things you don't know what the problem is all you know is you're having pain and you're now getting into this cycle of pain stage four is pain reinforces um now it's intensifying because you're expecting it so you're tightening more and you're having more five you're now bracing for it your body reacts by bracing and it continues and then six eventually this is when it starts to go bad. You start avoiding sex because now you are completely prepared to have painful sex and your body will not let go of it. And this is where you really need to talk with your partners and you really need to try to create an environment with your partners that says, no matter what, we're going to just try to be together and achieve some level of intimacy. If it doesn't work with intercourse then that's okay. And you have to continually reinforce that with an environment that we will take our time together. This is about us achieving intimacy. We can do other things. I can put my mouth on your clit or you can jerk me off or whatever. But you create that environment that helps the partners relax. And that seems to be very, very successful. It may take a little bit of time because you have to subconsciously have your brain tell your body it's okay. This is okay. And sometimes that takes a long time. Sometimes it really only... I've had partners that were like... Had painful sex and it was really scary. And you just created that environment. And maybe in a couple of times, they started to relax. And all of a sudden, okay, pain's over. What was... Um, Right. I think creating the environment where it's okay, like whatever happens, was really important. Especially for me. Because um, if you're having like problems and and it hurts and then so you feel like you have to stop and then all of a sudden you feel super responsible because you feel like you're kind of like inhibiting um like intimacy with your partner so that can really get into your head and make the problem even worse so I think that was really helpful um and getting over it for me and then the cycle of pain thing is true because you, if you have had painful sex then thinking about it because every time you go into it if you if it's not if you're still in it you definitely think about, oh my gosh, this is, this I know is gonna from hurt, past experience, yeah. this is going to hurt and the involuntary like reactions and everything like that. So there's the physical side of it. And also personally, just being an anxious person, having my mind all over the place. Sometimes it wasn't even physical. Sometimes it was just 
my head was all over the place. I wasn't in the moment. I wasn't focusing on what was going on or my arousal or anything like that. So that's another time where taking the time to be present and say like, it's okay. We're going to do some stuff. Let's see what happens. And not having pressure on anything was really helpful. And you've done that. Uh, there's been a, a few times where you've actually come and I'm like, oh, rah, let me rip your pants off, you know, because you got to have a hello fuck, Kathy. I get it. When they walk me. in the yeah. door, it's like, hey, I haven't seen you a couple of days. Time for a hello All fuck. Right. Let's Cr- not talk. Hello fuck. Rip off the clothes. Creative Explorer clause at the entry protocol position. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. And. And that is something, because obviously Bunny doesn't want to disappoint me or like she had talked about, but we worked out that I would rather be disappointed than a, than us perpetuate more pain and suffering. So there's been a few times where she's come in and she said, I know that normally we have <laughs> sex. I'm really not in a place for sex can i go finger paint or can i just do something and then of course i have to, do you I get butt hurt put ice well of course i get butt hurt but I, I once again she has now informed me i have a responsibility i think ahead and i go i know that if i moan and cry then it's not going to solve anything anyway it's just going to be ruined i know that if i give her some love and attention and give her some space that it's always going to work. And there's been times where literally we just didn't have sex that day. Um, and that's okay, too, because I love this person and I want them to be happy. So it, it's always worked out the few times that we have done that. And then what happens is you get to where the pain isn't there. And there's still times where we have to kind of proceed a little cautiously and there may be some anxiousness or whatever. Sure, but now that's mostly heady, and it's not so much pain. It's just kind of a headspace thing. So, yeah, because mostly now I, I don't, unless it's like a marathon of everything, and then you get <laughs> sore. But other than that, it's it's been good. So. It's, I, I, it goes away. <laughs> I do, and I just I, I just want to let you know, uh, you are a fantastic lover, and, and I really, you are absolutely worth every ounce of effort that we've put into what we do. She's so cute. Just wanted to let her know. Just, just had to let her know. She's a good lay. And, uh, and, oh, and, brother. Uh, there we go. He's a good lay. And uh, I'm thinking... Uh, You're a good lay, baby. It was pretty... Uh, today was a little hello. She uh, kind of had a mission today. She did. She came in. She's sitting on the bed. And I'm trying to, you know, I give her a little space. You know, maybe she's a little... You know, in her head, and she's like, uh, you know, like tapping her watch. <laughs> she's all, you know, um, that penis, it's uh, over there, and uh, let's uh, make these happen. And I did my best. Mm-hmm. You're a trooper. I am a trooper. <laughs> I got nothing. So I, I got nothing. Up, I, I looked up vaginismus real quick because I vaginismus? thought that's what I, I had read stories about the vagina literally clamping shut where you cannot insert anything whatsoever and it's all mental and I w- couldn't remember the name I looked it up and it's it's pretty it's that it's vaginismus right. it is now this in your head will will the stress will cause it to clap as almost like a defense mechanism now then I I almost didn't want to say this because we had some fucking dick fuck politician make some claim about women he was Trying to talk about this situation you're talking about, 
he was saying, well, women can't get raped because they actually have a physical defense to stop them from getting raped. And obviously, if this very rare phenomenon of completely clamping shut doesn't happen, obviously it was consensual and they really wanted it kind of thing. Which is, as we know, bullshit. So get the but, hot pokers. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ! And the pitchforks. Yeah. But yeah, there is there is on on occasion there it, it will it really I've, will. I've read many yeah, stories on. And then there's also vaginitis, which which is one falls under the physical, uh, right problems, which you, where your vaginal canal will actually just get swollen or inflamed. Sure. So either way, it's it's difficult. Well, I mean, we've just thrown a lot at. Um, Alex and well, it's, you <laughs> never know and and the thing is that they're both young and her partner is obviously a, a really great guy because she says yeah, he's, he's always checking he's in with her he's patient and even when they're done when he's done he makes sure that she has her orgasm I'll, bravo good for you you're on the right track but if if you're if you continue to do this and you still can't figure it out it really is it's time for you to go to a doctor to see yeah. if it does fall under the physical category absolutely and I'm my guess is that it's just new and nervousness and stuff like that. But that's my guess. I'm not a doctor. I am a therapist. Dr. Papi Ramon <laughs> suggests three <laughs> shots of tequila. Oh, no. That'll loosen you right up. That actually does tend to loosen your yeah. your vagina and your sphincter right up. Oh, that's yeah. great. That's great. But that's not probably what we should recommend for no. a, <laughs> Yes, somebody. by all means. Get drunk. <laughs> That's great. Let's end the show with that. No! Just get drunk, everybody. <laughs> Guys, Happy give hour. girls drinks. That's it helps loosen them up. Something are you fucking kidding Bucky me? Bucky Ramon and my Michelle are well into, are but you no. fucking kidding me? No, that's a shitty idea. <laughs> Learn how to fuck without alcohol. I said three shots, not like <laughs> 12. He limited it. He said three, Boogie. Come Jesus on. Fucking rape culture, Christ. I swear to fucking God that's damn it. That's not rape culture. Jesus. No way. We it's still a good have... time. What? Don't end the show. Oh, we... we're going to end on this, huh? <laughs> Why do I write this board every time I go through this? I can't read. Oh, I had papers. Oh. Oh, there's this. Yes, there is. If you had a chance, what would you make a say? Well, now here's your chance. We'll say anything. What kind of circus carnival <laughs> jingle? We're really going to end the show on this. I, I love how I <laughs> mentally blocked this out. You did. Great. This was your idea, I think. No, who's yours? Oh, was it? Shit. <laughs> All right. So, perverted podcast listeners, uh, Kathy and I, uh, after our, our butt hurt discussion last show, we had such a good uh, rekindling, we decided to have a meeting midweek. An ill-fated meeting. <laughs> and, and talk to you about, uh, you know, and come up with stuff for the show and look over all the notes and see what things we hadn't tried. And for some reason, we got a hair up our ass that it would be entertaining if we offered our perverted podcast listeners the chance to make us say anything that they can think of, you know, minus a couple of restrictions, racial, political, and child molesting, but uh, pretty much anything, 75 words or less. For each of us. Now then, here's how it works. If you go to our FetLife profile and you put in the headline, uh, we'll say anything. We'll say anything. Then Kathy and I know not to open that. Mew is the only one that was able to open it. 
So she printed out. We have not seen. She looks these. very happy. <laughs> so a lot of people had a lot of energy. There was a lot of entries. <laughs> I believe that uh, Uncle Creepy was the first. Probably. Yeah. Uh, so here's how it works. Uh, you guys wrote some stuff that we have to say, like from our point of view or whatever. And, and we, don't gonna, we don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. Mew's going to hand it to us. We're going to turn the page over and and read. <laughs> I'm so scared. And I have a feeling I'm going to be sucking dick at some point. <laughs> um, so I'm just kind of trying to mentally prepare. Oh, I'm first? Okay. Tell me who's first. It's down. Pa- the paper is down. Yeah. And then Kathy. Now then, is this... Some people sent scripts. They could write scripts. Oh, she's handing one to Unger. Okay. Don't look at it. So now then, turn over your papers. Kathy, you start. This was well. Wait, we have to say this was written by Live for Today. Okay, good. All right, Boogie. You know I never mastered the use of the whip. I'm willing to help you with that. I was hoping you would say that. And as you say, that is consent. After all, you said you were willing. Two weeks ago, you took out your mushy worm for us to see. While we did the show. Remember it was when you forgot to take your Viagra? I'll take it out again, and this time you will look. That's just what I want. You want to see my mushy dick? (laughs) I am going to practice throwing the whip at the tip of your dick. This sounds like a bad porno movie. If I ever threw the whip at your dick, it would feel like a bad porn movie. Unger. Forget Boogie. I'm ready for it now. Give it to me, <laughs> Kathy. <laughs> oh, my God. I know Live For Today, and you shall suffer for this. <laughs> <laughs> okay. How do you remember this, that you took out your mushy dick? <laughs> <laughs> my mushy worm. <laughs> Meh. I ch- Meh. It's not always mushy. <laughs> All right, fine. Give us is another one. Oh, what is this one? Now, this, this one. Just me. I don't want to do this. I changed my mind. Okay, go, Kathy. I don't want to. Please don't make me. <laughs> Come on. You know it's probably telling you some hot stuff, you know, that you're good. You're a good person. All right, person, here goes. That they love you. Oh, God. Uh, right at the top, I see written by Uncle Creepy. Oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> Shut up, Victoria. <laughs> okay, go. Go. Don't look. Read now. Oh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, Uncle Creepy, let me lick your massive, just ever so massive penis. I need you. I need all of you. Put whatever inside of me. Make me feel like a real woman. Wow, I didn't know you felt this way about Creepy. Shut up! (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) You pleasure me in a way no one can ever please me. You are the best at dominating me, too. I will lick your asshole, too. (laughs) I don't care. I am your slut. I am giving you consent to do anything after I finish this sentence. (laughs) (laughs) Kathy, I had no idea. I had no idea, Kathy. Is there one more? Is this mine? Wait, okay. this isn't legally binding, is it? It probably is. <laughs> Guess you're going to be second. Now, then, is this is this something between both of us? Okay, oh, this Lord. is it. Last one. I can't take any more. <laughs> I can't believe right. I was going to skip over this <laughs> in the fucking show. All right, here we go. Right. Are you ready to flip? I'm ready. And flip. Go. I'm interested in that food play you do, Boogie. Can I partake in the next one? <laughs> of course. And I really want your help finding a good guy 
to have an MMF scene with me. <laughs> Maybe just male, male. God damn it. You know, I might have just the person, and no, it's not Paul. I'd also really like to worship your feet. <laughs> yes, then we can make out. <laughs> that that's akatan she shall pay the next time is she's that there. it is that it? okay <laughs> all right oh. so send in your uh don't send script, it anymore <laughs> scripts to us to uh our uh, fet life account don't send it to the perverted gmail account because it gives us a sentence you can see some of what it says so get on fet life get to our uh group our profile which our profile and podcast. then send it with the thing and we'll read some yeah. stuff next and time and that is our show thank you threshold for providing this perverted playground for us to record in if you are in the los angeles or surrounding areas visit threshold.org find out about joining their kinky family and thank you everybody in the love lab tonight especially the hungry everybody in the chat room Woo! to puking mew i mean puking bunny <laughs> And Mew <laughs> and Victoria, woo! And thank you, Papi Ramon, for sitting in the co-host chair. And my mushy worm. <laughs> thank my mushy. I worm. would like to say that uh, that's gonna stick. Creepy Akatan and Live for Today will pay for this. That's if you have stick. questions, comments, or ideas, please, please, please email us at pervertedpodcast at gmail.com and visit pervertedpodcast.com. And finally, I have no, I did not pick an end show song because I was doing stuff today. So we will see you guys next week for show 129, me and my goddamn mushy worm. <laughs> so here's a here's an end song for you, and we will see you guys next week. Woo! is not